0: check complete. UCI to tower. We're ready for takeoff. To Main Street UCI, the podcast that talks about all things Disney, from the parks to movies, collectibles, and a whole lot more. I'm Jennifer.
1: I'm Zen. I'm David.
0: Today we're All right. Are you still? You're like my parent every time we do this. <laughs> no.
1: I'm just gonna mirror you every time we do this. It's this gonna get old really fast. Well, I mean,
0: you guys are brothers, so it kind of Fair makes
1: sense. enough. So if you don't know what we're talking about, listen to the last episode.
0: I know. <laughs> People are tuning in like, what? Anyway, today we're sharing our favorite tips and tricks for getting the most out of your visit to the Disney parks. Because let's face it, ticket prices are gonna continue to rise. You might as well make sure you get the most bang for your buck, right? Then we'll be testing Zen and David's knowledge about our local Disney parks in Southern California. Zen, won last round. Can he do it again? Or no. will David be today's <laughs> trivia champion? Yeah. So, stow your carry-on items and remain seated, please. The show is about to begin.
2: UCI Main Street is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine Division of Continuing Education. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing.
0: I think it's safe to say that at this point, the three of us have visited the Disney parks roughly a bunch of times, and over (laughs) the years, we've picked up a few tips and tricks that have helped us get on more rides or spend less money while enjoying everything the parks have to offer. So today, we present to you our favorite ways of making the most of that increasingly expensive and crowded visit to the Disney parks. So, gentlemen, what are your favorites?
1: Why don't we start in the morning just to make it organized and okay. go throughout the day. So it will be like a chronological... Exactly. I like From it. the moment that you get to the Disneyland Resort to the end of the day. Yes. Okay.
3: I'm going to I'm gonna start on this because okay. I'm going to start even before you reach the gate. Oh. So okay. I'm going to... One of the things that my family does is that we actually have three passes, um, annual passes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a wife, I have a daughter, and I have me. And what we do is that to save a little bit of money, we put the premier pass or whatever the ultimate diamond, platinum signature, signature, signature plus, yeah, you signature know, plus, yeah. signature plus titanium. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, they keep changing, you know, names. it keeps on changing. And, and um used to be it was just called premium. And we put it on her. She gets to keep it. And then the mom and dad has the lesser passes, which don't have the holidays. And what they also don't have is the discount isn't as great, and it doesn't have parking. Mm-hmm. And the reason why we like to do that is to save a little bit of money is that if I'm One of the parents will always be with the daughter. I can't remember the last time that we were able to go together as parents, um, as a couple, (laughs) because the daughter's always around. So if I go on a Saturday morning, I take my daughter, her name is Emma, and on Emma's pass, she has the parking pass. And whenever I pay for food, we pull out the pass, and the discount is on her pass. So one of us always has that discount, and we have the parking on it. And that saves us a couple, maybe I think it's like $200 now or something bet, like that. I bet, yeah. Because so. I don't
0: even think you can buy parking separately and like add it to your pass. Right. And, Used
3: to be no. you could. Yeah. Yeah. And so now we, one of the three has, instead of all three of us in the, well, actually, that saves $200 per pass. So it, was, it could be up to 400 bucks, somewhere nice. around
0: there, I
1: believe. $200 per pass. Plus, depending on how many times you go throughout the year, parking is $20 yep.
0: per yeah. visit.
3: <laughs> and don't forget, you know, also the discounts on the food or whatever. You know,
1: it really they can add, add up. up. It's yeah. amazing. So Absolutely.
0: Yeah, I finally renewed my pass after not having one for years And just seeing that difference on the bill, it's like, oh, my gosh, this is actually kind of reasonable at this point.
1: Exactly. So I'm going to go off of you Mm -hmm. and stay outside the gates of the park for a Mm -hmm. second because what is – if you're from out of the area, Mm -hmm. if you're not from the Southern California slash Orange County area, what is the most expensive thing that you have to deal with? And that's hotel and resort fees. Mm -hmm. There are a bunch (coughs) of hotels – Outside of the official Disneyland resort, that are a lot cheaper and actually very decent as mm-hmm. far as rates and amenities and mm-hmm. rooms go. So I would definitely recommend seeking those types of hotels out, especially if you don't want to pay something like four, three, four hundred dollars a night yeah. to stay right. at like the Paradise Pier.
3: Right. I'm, you know what? I'm going to I. Even though I'm a local, it's only about 10 miles away. On occasion, I'll get a hotel. And Mm. I'm going to put a a shout-out. I I actually like uh, the Sheridan, Mm -hmm. personally, and that's one of my favorite hotels locally to stay. Usually, on down season, it's not too expensive. Nice. And in addition to, it's also across from the Buzz Lightyear parking lot. So you can almost, or very close, as I recall, and you can walk across...
0: Oh, that's right. That's right. Because it's kind of close to the convention center right. too, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So you can
3: walk across the street and instead of walking to the park, you can actually walk to the uh, parking um, structure, not structure, but parking lot and yeah. get on the tram there.
0: Nice. That's a so. good way to do Very it. Very
1: nice. What's Very your
0: favorite
3: cool. parking lot to stay at? Go to.
1: I've only ever used the Toy Story parking lots. So oh. I don't have an opinion.
0: Although the Toy Story lots are quite nice. See, I love the parking structure. And I you know a lot of people are like, no, you get on so much faster if you're in the, the Toy Story lot. But I don't know. There's just something about riding a tram and smelling the exhaust fumes yeah. of the tram. <laughs> and killing brain cells. Right? <laughs> and watching I don't know. your
3: IQ
1: You could, you could kill of being... brain cells on the tram. <laughs> you could head straight to Autopia. You could kill your brain cells know, there. See, <laughs> see, that's how I
0: make up for it. I don't really go on Autopia. Except for like once in a blue moon. So how fun is it to
1: kill your brain? Yeah. Well (laughs) it's
3: great. (laughs) You know, we can debate all you know, I will say one of the things I do like about the Toy Story parking lot is um, now it's kind of a crapshoot if you're in the Mickey and Friends structure, which is was the largest parking structure in the United States and possibly the world. It just got eclipsed recently. And if you get a close spot to the trams, great. But if you don't, mm. it's like it's like a walk. It, it, it's That's like Lord. True. It's like Lord of the Rings. We're walking. We're walking. Fair mm-hmm. sure enough. Walking, but the same
1: goes walking. for the Toy Story parking lot yeah. the, too. The Toy Story.
3: Even if you're in the furthest spot, it's like midway in the Mickey and Mi- Mickey friends structure. Uh, I'm gonna have to take your <clears> word for it. Yeah. then. and in addition to. <laughs> Tram not air conditioned. Yeah, or but you're heated. you're
0: moving, so mm, you're getting that oh, nice I've breeze.
3: Frozen my um wazoo off on mm-hmm. that tram during the winter too. No, ah, so, yeah, I can see that. So like being in the bus is kind of nice, where you don't have the 25, 35 mile per hour wind chill in yeah. addition to the cold. Yeah,
0: just opinions. So that's you true. know
3: now that if you're a Midwesterner, you know coming from Canada, you. This is fine. Exactly.
0: (laughs) This is the light summer breeze. Yeah. All right. So
1: we've now gotten our passes. We've we've gotten our passes. We've parked slash got a hotel. We are ready to enter the magical gates. We've we've
3: found transportation to the gates. Disneyland. Yes.
1: Yes. Where do we go from here?
0: If you are staying at a hotel, there is something called Magic Morning Hours, and Mm. I've done this once. To
1: clarify, a Disneyland Resort hotel. Yes. They don't yes. do it in yes. the surrounding Sorry. Area. Yes, yeah.
0: that's very true. And it kind of switches back and forth between Disneyland and California Adventure. So I think usually, like, if you're looking at a weekend day, Saturdays are typically Disneyland's Magic Morning Hour day, and I think Sundays are California Adventures.
3: Let's explain that.
0: Yeah, so basically... If, you're, if you are a guest at one of the hotels, you can get into the park, I believe it's a an entire hour early. So yes. if the park opens at 8 o'clock, you can get in at 7 o'clock, which is extremely early, but totally worth it.
1: Now, the catch is that only a couple of lands, at least when I was a kid and used to go to Magic Morning R's, are actually open. Mm-hmm.
0: I believe Maybe it's still the same. Fantasyland and
1: Tomorrowland, I think. But I could be wrong.
3: I can't recall.
1: I I mean, I have been recently,
3: but uh, when I have taken advantage of it, mm -hmm. um, Florida and here, um, it's been really nice to be able to go in that extra hour and and, and just run around when there's only maybe a couple dozen people in there. So, yeah, totally worth it. Definitely Mm -hmm. worth
0: it. And then there's something similar if you aren't staying at a hotel, and it's known locally as Rope Drop. So what that means is... When the park is actually scheduled to open, I think they let you into the first area of either park um, up to 30 minutes in advance. And it's not like a published thing, so it could change. It might be only 15 minutes early. It might be a little bit. I don't think it's ever been a little bit more. So in
3: Disneyland, they'll let you through the gates, mm -hmm. and you can walk all the way to the end of Main Main Street. Main Street, I think, yeah. And some of the stores are open, so you can grab your cup of coffee and a croissant if you want. Um and you wait there. So mm-hmm. um until eight o'clock
0: and then that... yay. And pizza. then fanfare yay. and celebrations. But if you go to California Adventure, which I learned just this past weekend because it was my first time doing rope drop at California Adventure, there's not as much fanfare. They'll let you go all the way in up to I think that area where Carthay face um, Circle. It's yeah, just a little bit past that actually. Like where there's the um the waterfall section, I think. So just before, mm. like, you can see Cars Land, but you can't get over there yet. And all I remember from it was hearing a, a announcement on the loudspeaker saying, at 8 o'clock, we're going to open California Adventure, like, over and over again. And then when 8 o'clock rolled around, there was no, yay, welcome, everybody. There was just, all right, so, start so, running.
1: So, Let's get this clear here. California Adventure is less thematically consistent than Disneyland. It's not about California. It's less (laughs) ceremonial. I think it's time for the Disney Corporation to just just relabel California Adventure sad Disneyland. (laughs) (laughs) Disneyland when you've. Exhausted all your possibilities Basically. in the actual. Resort. You know, if they
3: become a sponsor, you're you're out of the podcast. I love you. <laughs> please, We're just please, kidding. Please, We're just please, kidding. Please hire me in the future. <laughs> um, oh, so the one, so now, kind of on the opposite side, being at rope shop at Disneyland, one of the cool things is is when Disneyland was first opened. Disney himself gave a speech mm-hmm. and David, you do that speech better than I do.
1: <laughs> to all that come to this magic kingdom welcome
3: And they do the little the speech they have a recorded a recording on that speech and he dedicates Disneyland again and the gate the, the rope drops and every the rope is pulled away and everyone runs into Disneyland. So mm-hmm. that's kind of a neat thing is that you kind of get this kind of magical mm-hmm. you know ceremonious, Thing before you actually enter the park. It, it adds to the charm of coming out here. And Absolutely. you kind of have
0: to, there's two ways to go about it. If, like, let's say you're coming on a, a Saturday and you know that magic morning hours are happening, but you really desperately want to have that amazing moment of, yes, welcome everybody, and have, like, an actual ceremony. You can go do the rope drop at Disneyland, but just know that it's already going to be crowded by the time you get in there because you've got all the magic yeah, morning. I'm not sure
3: crowded, there. but populated. Populated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there will be lines by the time you get in.
0: Yeah. So you kind of have to to decide for yourself, like, do I want to get on rides faster or do I want to have that magical start to my day? Ceremony. Yeah. Yeah. So, So. But definitely worth it. I actually, it was also my first time doing a solo trip to Disneyland because nobody in my family, not my husband, <laughs> not my mom, not my sister, nobody will wake up early with me for Disneyland. Zen, do you think,
1: Zen, do you think Jennifer is salty about the fact that nobody wanted to go yeah. to Disneyland? She, she's, like, I really don't. I think this is a cry for help think. she's asking They
0: try. They try. Like, I have to give them credit. They do try to get up. But then it's always something like, oh, I was so tired. I just wanted to be able to you, you last to, all day. You know,
3: call up Stephanie Fix one of our COVID. I, do. And, and the thing is that she'll show up any day of the week, Yeah. You know, so. I could barely nice.
0: sleep. I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to yeah. make it happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. So. And it was worth it. It was so cool to just walk through with, like, barely anyone there. And I I ran onto to um, Radiator Springs Racers in their single rider line and just kept going. What's the first thing you
3: do when you get, what, what, what do you do when rope drop happens? What's your first choice?
0: For me, it was actually, I was going to get fast passes and the whole thing, but because I was there by myself, I just went into the single rider line. Yeah. So
3: usually I'm with a group of people. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing we like to do is we like to go find a fast pass. Mm -hmm. And the fast pass Mm -hmm. is one of, uh, usually is one of two categories. One that we know it's going to get crowded. Later on down. That's the, road. the one that I always do. Yeah. The second one could be uh, if I had a choice of riding something twice, because you know, mm-hmm. look, Space Mountain twice. Who, who who would turn down Space Mountain twice? Of course. So the thing is that if it's a something we really want to ride twice, we'll get that pass, and then we'll immediately go sit go in that line, yeah, and go take a go on a ride, and then by the time you get out, that fast pass will mature have probably matured. And then you can go on the ride again.
0: Yeah. And that's another tactic is look at the listing of, especially if you have the Disneyland app, which we'll get to in a little bit. But if you take a look at the different times for the fast passes and you see one that is almost up, just go ahead and grab that one. Yeah. And then you don't even have to wait in line or... It, even if it's a short line sometimes that fast pass line is still even shorter and yeah. fast yeah. passes up right again
1: one of the commonest mis- misconceptions that I first had when I started going to the park by myself was that and I'm I think that most people know this but I'm gonna say it anyways is that I thought that fast passes didn't become available until your current fast pass that you had ended right. but in fact you can actually get them two hours after you get your first fast pass or at the beginning of that fast pass whichever one comes first so if you go in maybe you show up a little late like you can't make it to rope drop because maybe you're like the people in Jennifer's family who can't get up that early <laughs> they're going to listen to this and be okay. like
0: gee oh. thanks <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> never going with you again. and you go over to Space Mountain and the return time is in five hours you don't have to wait for that mm-hmm. get as many fast passes as you can because if you're only going to be there for a day then it makes the day that you have so much more efficient.
2: Right.
3: You know what I? <clears throat> you know I'm gonna step back for just one second, with the thought that there's a, maybe someone who's listening has never been to Disneyland and doesn't know what a Fast Pass is. Oh, that is Should a we good explain? Point. Should we ex- <laughs> That's
0: perfect.
1: <laughs> they haven't been to Disneyland. What?
3: Actually, um, one of my—I was just speaking to one of our coworkers. She's not from the area. She's from Chicago, and she was um, she was kind of like saying that she met some people here in Southern California, and that she was asking what they what do you do, and she they said oh you should get a Disneyland pass, and she's like what? But I'm an adult, <laughs> <laughs> and she's never been to Disneyland, and I've been oh. trying to explain to her. That Disneyland is kind of like a natural feature here. It's like a beach. Yeah. You know, like as, as a Southern Californian, we consider um, Disneyland like a beach is something like if, why do you go to the beach? You go to the beach, you wanna go hang out with your friends, you wanna take in some sun and, you know, have a campfire, eat good food same thing with disneyland you want to go out you, it's a place where you can go out and go hang out with your friends and have a good time and people who do not have not been here for a long period of time don't understand we think it's a, it's like a natural wonder like a you know like a ski slope or a beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we have to pay a thousand dollars for a year i know so but so uh who who wants to explain what a fast pass
1: is sure so a fast <laughs> pass is pretty simple. Basically how it works is for for no extra charge other than the charge of your ticket or your Animal Pass, there are certain rides, generally the ones that tend to be a little bit busier, that have something called Fast Passes. And all you have to do is you go up to a little kiosk that's usually right next to the, the standby entrance for that ride. You put in your park ticket. It spits out a little Fast Pass that gives you a return time. And basically what happens is you come back to the ride during the given hour window that's printed on your FastPass ticket, and basically you get to cut to the front of the line.
3: Yeah, you don't have... In other words, it's another... They don't want you wasting your time in line. What they want you to do is you should be in the store buying something. exactly, (laughs) (laughs) Or eating. No, but it it really is... Actually, if nothing else, it allows you to almost stand in two lines, right? Exactly. So you're virtually standing in one line... And then you can actually go to another ride, stand in that line, get onto the get onto the ride, and by the time you're off, Fast Pass opens, and they cut yep. you to the front of the line.
1: There you go. So and on totally that little
0: ticket, that. if you look, they kind of hide it a little bit, but there's actually something that says you can make another Fast Pass selection at X. Whatever. That's what time. Yeah. David yeah. was saying is um, yeah. if
3: sometimes the Fast Passes are half an hour, and then right. you can get another Fast Pass in half an hour sometimes your fast pass um, like gosh sometimes at noon you won't be able to get a ride onto a ride until five but it will let you get another fast pass at within two hours 2 pm, 2 PM. Mm-hmm. yeah so it's um, make sure you're looking at your fast pass and get all the fast passes that you can or sometimes even before we use a fast pass so like let's say it's noon it says, you can get another fast pass and your ride opens up at noon. I'll go get another fast pass first mm-hmm. and then go ride. So the thing is, while you're in the ride on that short line, you're next, you're actually waiting in another line simultaneously. Yeah. So I'm always trying to, so always try to be waiting. In if you're lines. trying
1: to make your day as economic as possible, as far as time is concerned, yeah. you're going to want to have as many fast passes as you can, Especially if the park is packed. Yes. (laughs) Now, I think that that can lead us nicely into our next point, if you don't mind, uh, which is when to decide to go to the Disneyland Park based on how busy it's going to be. Yep. Okay. There are several ways to do that. Um, One of them, the Disneyland app gives you a lot of wait times, but it doesn't actually give you a crowd index as far as I know. There are a couple of different ways that you can gauge – the crowd size at the Disneyland Resort. One of them is isitpacked.com, which uh, I was actually introduced to yesterday, just (laughs) yesterday. So Zen, do you want to give us a little bit more information? So
3: isitpacked.com is actually, it's an open open source thing. You go there, it actually doesn't just feature Disneyland, it features actually amusement parks across the United States. and they through whatever their logarithms or whatever they have they make a prediction kind of like a weather forecast (laughs) whether or not the parks are going to be crowded Mm -hmm. and so it's like a temperature gauge and so you can take – they have – it's like, yep, it's packed. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, so they have different – like, oh, it's not bad.
0: The rare ghost town. The rare ghost
3: town. <laughs> at Disneyland. So, at Disneyland. So, so what you do is you go look at this calendar. And then based off of the calendar, especially if you're taking a vacation and you're coming in from out of town, you know, if you have a day like that, you know, take advantage of it because if you go on a weekend – You're going to get on four rides, but if you can go on a if you have flexibility on a Tuesday afternoon, Mm -hmm. you might find that you go on a lot more rides and a lot less people and a lot less stress and a happier vacation and and your happier vacation, happy family. Exactly.
0: The one thing I would say to also check too is go on Disneyland's website and see what rides might be closed for refurbishment. Yes, because sometimes it is less crowded because it's one of those seasonal things. Especially
1: depending on what time of year you go. Because the reason, or I shouldn't say the reason, but... Generally, the times that it's less crowded are right around February and March at the Disneyland Resort. That's when it's least crowded as far as my experience goes. But that also tends to be the time that everything is closed because nobody's there and they're refurbishing everything. Mm -hmm. Getting ready for spring break Exactly. The other one I like to do is you
3: go look at the annual passes that are available. Yeah. And you look (laughs) at the lowest. Look at the blackout dates. the, the, The lowest, cheapest pass. It's because they want those people when the, they, they have a lot of blackout dates that the lowest pass, pass can't go to. Usually is Sundays they can't go and these, this day and this day. And the reason why you look at that and it's like anytime time that it's blacked out, That's a day you kind of don't want to go because it's going to be crowded. Yep. (laughs) So the the lowest passes, like, they want those people only to come when it's actually low-volume days to fill up the park. Interesting. Yeah.
0: And don't be surprised if you think to yourself, oh, it's a holiday. No one's going to be at Disneyland. They're all going to be at home with their families because they will come. But. Except for, yes. Rope drop. (laughs) Rope drop is not too bad. Any
3: day of the year, if you get the rope drop, and until 11 rope drop is around eight o'clock in the morning until probably around 11 it's pretty quiet and then if you get a fast pass you can make it to one ish or so and you can get on a reasonable amount of rides so
0: yeah i mean i got on i want to say like five rides before actually no it was five rides before nine
3: yeah. Wow. It was kind of amazing. Yeah, and then in the afternoon, when it starts to get crowded, that's when I like we like to watch shows, which has a lot, you know like you watch all the bands or you go see like a musical or something like that. And it go just, see Frozen for the fifth time, <laughs> which my daughter still loves, and and that's fine. She just I mean it's, it's sometimes you know it's very interesting. I've been watching my daughter grow up and in, in the park, and when she's been growing up in the park. used to be it was about the rides but as she grows older it's about the entertainment so we can actually go to disneyland and not make it onto one ride as long as she sees the parade and sees a show or something like that she feels like it's a it's a successful day at disneyland nice so so the thing is that you know and the great thing about like a parade Everyone at Disneyland can watch the parade, mm-hmm. but not everyone could be on Big Thunder Railroad at, at at any given time. So, so we usually spend the afternoons going. If we're going to stay that long, we'll actually go take it, take in a show, or do something that that has more. Get onto the boat, like yeah. the paddle boat, um, the Mark Twain. Yeah. So.
0: Stay in the air conditioning. <laughs> stay
3: in the air conditioning, or just go home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More for room come on. for me. Yep.
0: Let's see. What else do we have? Um, let's go back to the Disneyland app for a second because I also want to talk about the fact that when you are scheduling fast passes from the Disneyland app, it's super, super easy because you can do, like let's say you have a park hopper ticket or you have an annual pass, you can get fast passes for either park directly from your phone. So it makes it super simple. You don't have to, like if you're at, Indiana Jones, and your time is finally up. You can select a new Fast Pass, but you're like, you know what, I'm kind of done with Disneyland, but I don't want to run all the way over to California Adventure. You can just click on California Adventure and see what is available. You do have to
1: pay a fee, though.
0: Oh, you know what, you guys are right. That's from MaxPass, isn't it?
3: Yeah, so if you have a Disneyland ticket it's an additional fee on top of the ticket like ten dollars right now it's
0: ten dollars
3: so like if you have a family of three you need to have 30 more dollars for that um but if it's important for you to be as efficient as possible and get on as many rides that extra thirty dollars for a family truly is probably worth it Mm -hmm. if you're only going to be there one day it might be worth it for Yeah, you. probably. And you get pictures, so.
0: too. Like, if there's any ride that has <clears throat> yeah. a picture yep. that it takes of you, you can put in the code. It'll download the picture for you. If you go to any photo spot, you get those pictures, too. I think sure. my sister, my mom, and I went around the holidays, and I think really, really late at night, there was... No one at the different picture spots, or at least one picture spot that we were at, and we actually had almost like a mini photo shoot. <laughs> it was kind of amazing. Like, we got, awesome. I forget, like 10 pictures or 15, something like that. Wow. So, yeah, it's an extra Isn't cost, that but. It's
1: impressive.
0: It's worth it. Or, I think it's worth it. Do you guys always get it, or no?
1: The Max Pass, I've never yeah. had it. Oh. I it matters it. when you're on a budget.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. Every. Every every, every counts.
3: dollar counts. I've gotten it and you know, especially when you're in a large group, it's, you, you kinda need to have that. Yeah. Because otherwise it's gonna be it's gonna be nightmarish. So yeah, definitely. I've 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 um I've done it before with a group of people.
0: Wow. What are some what, other ways what? to save money? What about when you guys eat at the parks? Do you have any tips for eating
1: I usually, when I go, pack some food for me. So first of all, I try to eat breakfast before I go. And the nice thing is that a lot of, I don't know about the resort hotels. I haven't stayed there in a long time. But a lot of the surrounding area hotels, like the Sheraton or the La Quinta or just the, your just average bed and breakfast kind of thing, do have free breakfast. Mm -hmm. So that's added in. That's an added bonus. Usually, I pack lunch, and if I'm going to stay the whole day, that's when I would actually go out and buy dinner.
0: Yeah. I can see that.
1: Yeah.
3: I will, I do the same breakfast thing. Mm-hmm. So actually, on the way to the park, we'll grab some food. Um, Disney discourages you bringing in any type of food mm-hmm. or any type of drink. But they usually will overlook bringing in a breakfast bar or two or a cliff Bar and maybe a bottle of water. Yeah. Well, I've gotten Watery sandwiches can in yeah. Small sandwiches, but still. <clears throat> right. And so, like, you know, if nothing else, it gives you the ability to have a little bit of flexibility on when your next meal is. So, like, you know, you can time your meals a little bit better. So if you need a little bit more time or you want to be in a lo- the line short, let's get into this line yeah. instead of going to eat. So um, –
0: Yeah, that helps. I think if you have no choice but to eat at the parks, and if you don't really need too much, like let's say you're just more thirsty than anything, but you really ought to eat lunch, you can order a kid's meal. Even if you're an adult, you're allowed. It's okay.
1: David hungry. (laughs) David need big corn dog for $15. (laughs) That's actually quite frightening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, my voice or the $15 corn dog? A little bit of both. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah. But if you have an annual sure. pass, you can get that price down a little you bit. You can,
1: and that's the thing. That's what I always forget to do, <laughs> oh, is no. that a lot of the kiosks, no. a lot they of the kiosks you, no.
0: They don't? No. Lots I, of I like usually you.
1: don't they usually don't no. ask
3: me. No. Here's the thing is that
1: um Kiosks often don't have a discount. Right, Oh, that's right. But so, even the restaurants that consistently give discounts don't always. I've ask. actually had that problem before. So
0: yeah, there's Clarabelle's in California Adventure that they don't have the discount, which is really weird.
1: So, mm. well, but always different. whip out your annual pass if you got one, just no, in case. Just in case, or just bring a know. friend with one.
0: Yeah, there you go. Or
1: that bring Jennifer. She yep. needs someone to go to uh, Disneyland. I'm pretty right? sure that's <laughs> the only reason why I have friends is just be- <laughs>
0: like, hey, do you have a pass? Oh, oh yeah. Let's be best Not only
1: do I get you discounts at Disneyland, I get you free parking, I get you discounted food. <laughs>
0: this Come like be my, my friend, be David's just- friend.
1: Yeah,
3: do you, you wear a pork chopper
1: on your neck? <laughs> <laughs> you got a friend in me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Um, <laughs> any other tips?
0: Those are the major I think major we've pretty much ones. exhausted our day.
1: Yeah. I'm just exhausted talking about an entire day at Disney. I know, it does
0: make you kind of feel like Yeah. That. But if you have any tips, feel free to let us know and maybe we'll share them. Excellent.
1: <laughs> Some exclusions may apply. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're called goals for a reason. There's something to strive for. They require attention and they need sweat and hard work to achieve. Do you have a career goal? At UCI Division of Continuing Education, we're here to help. With over 60 certificate programs available, we've helped over a quarter million students reach their goals, and we can help you reach yours, too. Start today at ce.uci.edu, that's ce.uci.edu.
0: And now it's time once again for Disney Trivia! For today's questions, we're going back to Disneyland and California Adventure. So, David, Zen, are you ready?
1: Ready to kick Zen's butt.
0: Oh, snap. Ready
1: to have
3: my (laughs) wazoonie (laughs) kicked.
0: All right. All right, let's hear them. Question number one. The first balloons at Disneyland had very limited colors. Which two were they?
3: It's not even primary (laughs) colors. I vote red and blue.
0: Okay. Damn I was gonna vote red and blue. You That's funny be because red and it's 1955.
1: We're America. Red America. America we like the colors red and blue on the flag <laughs> Watch <laughs> it's gonna be yellow. I don't and know white. I don't know who this new character is, <laughs> but eventually I'll need to give him a name. Um is
0: that all right. no
1: answer I'm going I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna be a contrarian. I'm gonna say I like blue. Mm-hmm. Purple,
0: blue and purple. Okay, blue and purple, and you said red and blue. Yeah, you're both wrong. Completely wrong. Black and white.
1: That's boring. Okay, now
3: as an ex artist, I disagree with that because black and white are values. This is true. <laughs> so do we both win? No,
1: no. no. <laughs> we both got no our wazoodles points. kicked black on that white. question.
0: Wow. black
1: and it's white. interesting,
0: right? You have to wonder if maybe part of that was for television purposes. I, I always thought
3: it was or pictures. I always thought it was just because of the black and white film. All I who knew it was yeah. actually black and white balloons. Huh.
0: So, (laughs) All right. Question number two. How many light bulbs are used on the buildings on Main Street? USA. Oh, my God. (laughs) On
1: on all of them? Yeah. Wow.
0: The grand total.
1: It's got to be a lot. Can you imagine how many light bulbs they have in storage? Okay. I'm going to say, okay,
3: let's say let's say there's 15 on each side so then there's 30 total 15 kind of storefronts right okay 15 storefronts on each side they might be a little bit high okay and then there's 30 total so actually i'm going to back up i'm going to say maybe 20 25 and then let's say there's 100 100 bulbs on each
1: Your guess is as good as mine. Here. I'm going to lower that. I go 2,000. I'm, I think that 25 shops is still a little bit much. That might be a lot. Especially since not all of them have marquees. Yeah. But
0: think of how many lights are on those yeah.
1: marquees.
0: Yeah. Because they're big.
1: That's true. Oh, that is true. That's true. true. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm um, going to revise my knob. Okay. Go for it. I'll. Just, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say six thousand. Okay, Ooh, I'm gonna go four. All
0: right, much higher, much Ooh. much higher. Not in the millions. They're not true level yet, but hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of, About, hundreds of
1: thousands. Wow. Okay, just to put this in perspective, did you guys know that when the <laughs> light bulbs on Main Street reach eighty percent, they change them out. Oh, that that is true. As in, when they when they are at eighty percent of their oh, power capacity, they change them out. You so mean not twenty percent, exactly. Of, of their lifespan, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How many light bulbs do they have in storage? <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, hopefully, they're LEDs. Two hundred and fifty thousand. So... Okay. Uh, I'll get two
3: hundred thousand.
0: Okay, a little bit high. It's actually over one hundred thousand.
3: But still, no matter what.
0: Yeah, is a bunch. Wow. wow. All right, So, so far, so zero points <laughs> for either <laughs> so of us. So, fully
3: employed. Just What's your job? I work at Disneyland. What do you do? I, I change light, bulb. light bulbs. I'm yeah, the mm-hmm. light bulb putter in her.
1: That's the light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a light bulb, but that's supposed to be apparently the sound of that's, that's the side of a light bulb. Idea? That yeah. doesn't sound like an idea. I don't know.
0: All right, question number three. Which was the first DCA attraction to close? The first California Venture attraction Wait, to so close. It
1: wasn't Superstar Limo? Yeah, that's it's gotta be Superstar. Because it Limo. closed only nine months after yeah. Disney California Venture opened.
0: Okay. Final answer? That
1: I'm would be mine.
3: Now I'm
0: gonna vote ding, the ding, ding, same one. Yay! You both wow. got it. Oh, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. yeah. I mean the well, nightmare. Especially little...
1: considering that we talked about it yeah. a few yeah. weeks ago. Give you guys one, (laughs) so we're tied. We're tied. We both got a question right for once.
0: Amazing! Wow! Oh my god!
1: We are now truly embracing our status as brothers. Yeah. (laughs) Two minds think as one. Exactly. Amazing. All
0: right. Question number four: Which famous chef once had a restaurant where the Lamplight Lounge is now located?
1: Gordon Ramsay. No, it's um, Wolfgang Puck.
0: Final answers? No.
1: Yeah, it was Wolf King. No, Kong. I'm, I, that's not my final answer. Of course, I'm not guessing Gordon Ramsay, but how funny would that be? The most <laughs> vulgar British man ever having Disney. a restaurant at the most Americana. <laughs> I don't care if you don't like it, kid. <laughs> I don't bloody care if those mashed potatoes are bland. Oh, God. <laughs> you're going to eat it. <laughs> you're going to eat it, and you're going to like it. You're at a bloody theme park. What do you expect? I'm getting lost in this one <laughs> aren't I? Um, Jamie Oliver. I don't right. know.
0: Zen got it. Wolfgang, Wolfgang Puck. Puck.
1: I actually ate through
3: one. It was only one year.
0: <sighs> yeah. Do you remember what it was called?
3: Actually, I... It's where Ariel's, oops, Ariel, <laughs> the, um, that grotto thing is yeah. right now. But
0: it became Ariel's Grotto, and then it became Lamplet Lounge. Wow. Oh, yeah. Which I like it better as Ariel's Grotto, but it's Yeah, but
3: it, it was, I, I used to know, but I can't recall. It was Wolfgang Puck something something, I thought, or something like that.
0: I don't, hmm. I don't know if it was Wolf, if it actually mentioned his name, but it starts with an A. Think of a tiny
3: kind of
0: islandy area. Avalon Cove. Oh, hmm.
3: I don't think I. That's not what I. So, nope, didn't know it.
0: <laughs> yeah, and basically, when it became Ariel's Grotto, everything inside stayed the same. The sign pretty much, the stayed, sign the same. Pretty much yeah. stayed the same. So, yeah. Actually,
3: huh. when California o- Adventure opened, it was kind of like everyone was thinking this is going to be like an ultra luxury kind yeah. of oh, high end. Yeah, that's true, yeah. It was, that's why Wolfgang Puck built his um, restaurant in there and found mm. that it was yeah. It's an odd thing. So. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs>
1: well, fooey. So then no. is leading. But Amazing. there's one more question. There's well, one more question.
0: This is one I didn't I know about either. So. Okay. All right. Question number five. Before there was World of Color, what water show played at California Adventure? Oh, no, I'm too young. I've never heard of this. N-
1: I should know this. But I feel like I don't.
3: I don't recall. No. I probably even saw it, but I mm-hmm. can't recall what it is.
1: Before World of, oh, League, and I that don't was, even know. And that
3: was because they really completely rejected the whole lake. Yeah, yeah, they did. It was a different, completely different water show, too. <laughs> I, yes. So correct. I, I don't recall.
1: Yeah, me neither. No guesses. No. All right. I really have no idea. Can we get a hint? Is there a way you could hint
0: us? Um maybe not. There's the word light is kind of in this name or like it's a word that kind of means like derivative of
1: <laughs> Well, um yeah. Give up, have, it give also up. has no a song
0: kind of in part of it. I have but, no, no idea okay. what was no. it nope. It's called Luminaria. And basically yeah, this I don't was recall never would have Yeah, I've never heard of this either. But basically it was a water show that happened during the holidays and um there was a portion of it where people could or I think it's mostly kids could draw holiday cards and then um Disney would scan them in. And then actually project them on these big screens surrounded by water show type cool stuff.
1: Okay. Yeah. Couldn't (laughs) you,
3: Mickey's Fun Wheel, at one point you could control the colors of Mickey's Fun Wheel with an app as well, I think. An app? Yeah, so like you could actually, I kind of recall at one point you could, I might be completely wrong, but that sounds like...
0: Hmm. That does sound like
3: because I feel like I tried to possible. get control of it, but there was too many people trying to
0: <laughs> do it all at the yeah. same time. I
3: don't huh. know.
0: So yeah,
1: wow. All the,
0: the lesser known things that have gone by the wayside at poor Hot Mess California Adventure.
1: So what you're telling me is that Zen won again. Twice in a row. <laughs> What? <laughs> so wait, does that make me the underdog now? <gasps> oh no! Does that make me the old man that doesn't know <laughs> that jack squat? <laughs>
3: Two in a row. Two in a row. You're on a hot wow. streak. You know, hot streak. Here, and I, I had to look it up. Yeah, Disney California Adventure in 2013, guests control the action of the Fun Wheel Challenge, so you can change some of the, um, the the colors or something like that.
0: This was on like the Disneyland app, or was this?
3: Like, oh, something else or. I can't remember. Huh. I felt like it was like an app or something like that in 2013. But, I, anyways, I forgot. I don't know. Anyways, I digress. I apologize. <laughs> I should be like
0: you should be basking in the glory. I should be basking, you should in, the
1: be glory. basking right? in the glory, <laughs> and I should be doing this.
0: Oh yeah. wow. Well.
1: Boo. Boo. No. <laughs> wow, the host is booing you? That just tells kidding, you how kidding, much. Kidding, I kidding. know. No, she was booing your poor attitude. <laughs> My poor attitude.
0: Hey. hey brothers, no fighting. Or I'm gonna call mom. Okay, mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> call mom <laughs> rapunzel. Don't you sell? <laughs> mom punzel. <laughs> mom what? <No. laughs> I've had too much cabin. That
1: just sounds weird. Okay. <laughs>
0: anyway, that's all the time we have for this edition of Main Street UCI. Thank you to our magical sponsor, UCI's Division of Continuing Education. Really short on time, DCE offers helpful courses that are one to two days long. Learn more at ce.uci.edu. Thanks again for tuning in today, and we hope you'll come back and hear us again real soon.
3: Bye! Bye Bye-bye! Goodbye. (laughs)